0: yes, thank you for having me for this special podcast because I didn't introduce myself this week. Thank you so much. Um, (laughs) It's really great to be here. You know, I didn't think I'd have this opportunity today, um, but I'm really excited to be here.
1: I'm not really sure where you're going with this, but all jokes aside, (laughs) it has been such a big week of footy. We've got so much to talk about, full of upsets, injuries, controversies, reminding us all of everything that we have missed from the AFL. But yes. let's put the footy aside for a second. How has your week been?
0: It's been all right. It's been a bit of a quiet one, I think. Um, getting back to university, so getting back on a better schedule with everything. Um, so I've been, I don't know, I've just been a bit, bit quiet. I don't think I've done that much this week besides uni work and watching football, obviously. <laughs> obviously. That's, there's so much to do. Uh, but obviously the football doesn't go over the weekdays, so I'm a bit, well, I'm a bit screwed there. So yeah. How about you? How have you been this week?
1: I've been absolutely frantic this week. Frantic, she says. I don't think I've used that word in forever. But yeah, trying to get around uni and all of the work I've got to do. And then running between that and the MCG has put me (laughs) on my toes. So we made it out to the um Collingwood versus dogs game on Friday night and, and I also went to the Carlton Richmond game on Thursday night so uh,
0: sad loss for you there it no.
1: was a tough loss but yeah you um, showed a good showing. yeah we fought you know there were some positives to take away
0: unlike the dogs who win and you know just have a great great side even though I don't think we played our best game
1: I don't think you did either uh, anyway uh since we've got so much to get through shall we get straight into your top 40 moment
0: Yes, and it will come from that beloved uh, Richmond Carlton game that you went to go watch, and it's none other than the man, the myth, the legend, Dusty Martin.
1: (laughs) Anyone that has seen Angus Longs and Perfect Snoggy will get my reference. I feel like that's not our crowd. Anyway,
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah, Dusty Martin, man, geez, here you had a. What? (coughs) Oh, she's coughing. She's dying. Oh. Apologies, everyone. Yeah. Anyway, Dusty, thank you for just stealing my spotlight. I thought I was this guest <laughs> here today. You know, you introduced me and everything. Um, no, my top footing moment is going to be uh, Dusty Martin. I think he played just. You didn't think he could get any better. And then he played that game against the Blues and he just somehow was able to turn all the switches his way and kick two goals to get 30 disposals. 31 disposals, my bad. Um, two behind still, so he could have had even more goals. That's what I was going to
1: say. You said you didn't think he could get any better, and I actually think that he wasn't as damaging as he would have been. He was excellent, don't get me wrong, but two missed opportunities in front of goal, like four goals and two goals. There's a difference between that.
0: Yes, but I will argue the point that he was able to just run around the Carlton defence and midfield when he wanted to at any point of the game. There was a point where he was surrounded by three different Carlton members and still was able to push through all of them and go down to the forward line. Like, it just, like, how does a player become above elite? Like, Dusty Martin is above elite at this point. He is, like, if you want to be the best football player, if you're not watching what Dusty Martin kind of does, besides, you know, let's put put aside all the free kicks and all the uh, maybe things he might get away with,
1: I was going to say.
0: Let's let's put that beside. As a core player and the things he just does on the ground and his awareness of what he, what's going on around him, elite, above elite. He's one of the best players in this yeah. comp.
1: Without question, he's elite, but there are going to be some people that will say he can get away with murder. And it does seem that way sometimes when he does those fend-offs and... He seems to be able to get away with pushing people in the throat, whereas other players do not get away with that. So there's some advantage to being Dusty, and the umpires just don't call that against him. But uh, that aside, you still can't take away everything that he has done for the game, and he's he's fantastic. I'm I think not going to sit here and, and yeah, shit on Dusty. Well, I mean,
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised it was you know him that was beating your team, so there's that bit yes. of bit of blood there but it's just it's just dusty Martin. like you it's didn't think dusty,
1: mate. you didn't dusty, think again kill you.
0: you just didn't think you could get any better and he just somehow just was able to do some amazing little plays and little just like awareness things that just put his team mm. over that mark and was able to just to push out cards and at least during that last quarter yeah
1: definitely. anyway
0: enough about dusty Martin Nisha what's your top footy member of the week
1: Um, Well, it has to come from the AFLW game Carlton vs. Gold Coast, which we're actually going to talk about a little bit more. I'm very excited. But one star component of that game is none other than Darcy Vessio. Now, it's probably a name you've heard quite a few times on this podcast because she's a bit of a star in her own right. She managed to kick five goals in her game against the Suns. couple of goal assists to go with that 15 disposals 13 kicks two handballs but if you haven't seen that game it was an absolute masterclass there's no other way to describe it she was unstoppable in that forward line every time she got near the ball something happened and something was created and absolute star and I think most listeners will agree with me thinking oh she goes for Carlton she could be biased but I don't think I'm biased in this case
0: no when you're doing the, the lead gold kicking in not only your side, but the whole competition in general. Um, I don't think it's something to sniff out Carlton fan or not. So, I mean, the goals she did was just very smart as well, some very. of the plays. Um, and, and she was
1: able to set up um, other players and put them in yeah, positions exactly as it. well.
0: And like she was able to, I think not her goal, I can't remember whose goal it was, but she saw the player in front of her. And even though she made kind of all the right movements and plays to get the ball back. Yeah, that was when
1: she dished it off to Aliso Day. There was also, I think, (laughs) another one where she um, drew a player away and and Lucy McAvoy ended up with a goal. So she's involved in pretty much every scoring opportunity that Carlton gets and that is something to be credited
0: Things you need when Taylor Harris isn't kicking your goals at the moment, so...
1: Yeah, well, Taylor did a job in her own right. She um, took the tallest defender away from very the contest true. and still brought her bash and crash, but I think she's been a bit disrupted this season um, being managed and, yeah. But Darcy mm. Vessio has stepped up when it's been needed and um, kept Carlton with a small but still very real chance at finals, so...
0: But not only a real chance of finals as we get on to our news topics yes. at the moment. They've actually, Darcy included in this, has smashed the all-time points record, am I right, for the yes. women's league?
1: So the biggest ever AFLW total is now 87 points kicked by Carlton against Gold Coast. Um, Can you tell so me what the
0: previous one was beforehand?
1: The previous best was the Western Bulldogs score of 86 points in 2018. See, I
0: didn't even realise it was a dog, so I just wanted to see if you knew that on your knowledge.
1: Of course I do, because it was <laughs> against Carlton, and Brooke oh, Lachlan it? actually oh. kicked seven goals that night. Oh, so, geez. um, Darcy played a bit of uh, uh, that role. Um, not quite the seven goals that Brooke Lachlan managed, but um, a team effort that got them one point higher, and yeah, it steered us to a 60-point win over Gold Coast. And gave us a percentage boost we needed to stay within finals contention so
0: that's if everything goes your way and we'll get that to get that to that type of stuff later that yes. type of stuff <laughs> My we will fine. be nutting
1: out the final round of uh, aflw and finals uh later in this episode um but for now a very exciting news story that has appeared all over my social media today. Oh
0: gosh, and if you haven't seen it, I don't know who else hasn't seen Especially it. Especially you
1: know? by now when this episode is uh, being released.
0: Yeah, if you haven't heard about this one, oh, you better get on it. You
1: live under a rock. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much.
0: much. Jinx, Buddy
1: is back
0: is he is he back though
1: well i really hope so (laughs) (laughs) um so john longmire has announced that he expects buddy franklin to return to the field this weekend against the adelaide crows
0: oh and adelaide coming off a big victory there so it'll be very interesting to see how buddy goes but obviously buddy franklin is coming to the end of his career more than likely so um the swans coach Specified that he won't play the entire season, more than likely that he will be managed throughout the season, obviously with the ongoing injuries and the uh, tightening up of his calf, um, So he definitely won't play every week, is what the coach said for that one, but seeing Buddy back out there is going to be a big thing yeah. for not only Swans fans, but any Buddy fans out there.
1: I think that a really big thing is he just brings this magic to the game that Only once a generation player will bring, and it's been so special to be able to watch. (coughs) It's been so special to be able to watch Buddy back in his prime, and if we can get half a season more of it, I'll I'll be thrilled. Um, So, for those who don't know, Buddy Franklin was traded to Sydney, and he's been on a 1.4 million Australian dollar contract, and this has been quite controversial. because he's been out of the game since 2019 due to the several soft tissue injuries. So the fact that he's going to be out there would hopefully bring a smile to the Swans fans' faces, knowing that the player that is sucking up quite a bit of their salary cap will actually be out on the field.
0: Yeah, I mean, he hasn't played since his 300th game when he kicked four goals. Um, So hopefully he can bring that same magic kicking those four Mm -hmm. goals again. Um, I'm sure the punters might have a few bets on Buddy <laughs> if he's playing. Um, so yeah, it'll be fun to see him back out there. And again, like you mm-hmm. said, you know he's a once in a generation type of player. And yeah, hopefully, if it's this last season, when is his contract supposed to end? Do you know it all? I actually don't know. I'm not sure. Let me when do a it live is. Google. Live Google. Um, but you know, whenever his contract is going to end, I wouldn't be surprised if that's when he calls his retirement. To be honest, um, especially with being out of the last season pretty much. After a strain on his hamstrings and other areas of his body, you know, he's getting old now. So, it might be the time for Franklin to lace up those boots one last time. Uh, give the Swans, you know, hopefully that 1.4 million, billion. How much was it? Million? Uh, some, not billion. Million. Billion would be a very, a lot of money. But, um, you know, getting that money worth of it. And once his salary cap's gone, hopefully the Swans can invest in some new players and all that stuff. Any update on the live Google at all before I keep ranting on about nothing?
1: No, but let me get back to you later okay. in the episode.
0: Maybe we'll get back into the later episode. Coming off that though, um, obviously round one started and we saw a big upset in Adelaide beating Geelong. Yes. Which I and I think most people wouldn't expect of yep. happened, especially in round one. But I think
1: it- one person in my tipping com- competition tipped Adelaide and... Don't really know if they know much about football or not.
0: (laughs) But like, you know, Adelaide, good on them, but it did come with a bit of a price. Um, Patrick Dangerfield did elect to very hardly bump... um,
1: Jake Kelly. Jake
0: Kelly in not the most fascist fashion... I can't think of the word flashiest way possible. It was very hard-hitting and brutal uh, with... A broken nose to Kelly, as well as being concussed for the rest of the game. Mm. Um, looks like Patrick Danifield might be looking at possibly three to four, maybe even more uh, match bans for him. But his tribunal uh, will be coming on Tuesday, I believe.
1: Yes. So if you're listening to this episode, it will probably be Tuesday. So oh, look yeah, out for we'll this too. result. Um, We'll share the information on our stories as well. So um, this has easily been the most controversial story to come out of the week and we've seen the news stories pour out today and Dangerfield has actually um, made a statement saying that he was trying to protect himself in the collision and um, that when you watch footage back, In very slow motion, it is easy to say he shoulda, woulda, coulda. Which I think is a fair argument and you've seen players argue that before when you watch something in slow motion rather than real time, you don't actually have that much time to think about what you're doing. Yes. However, I think where Patrick is in trouble is where he runs past the ball and elects to bump rather than tackle. Um, So I think he is in a bit of hot water. I think... The AFL will be in hot water if he doesn't receive a ban because people will just say yeah. it's dangerous field getting special treatment. So I think he's set for a three-plus game ban. Which um, is
0: going to be a hard hit to Geelong after they just lost uh, Cameron for uh, a hamstring, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think he's out for at least another week or two. Yeah. So um, Geelong have some, some issues. People probably didn't think they would, but coming off a shorter preseason... It might be uh, more of an effect and more of an issue than we first thought.
0: Yeah, I mean, just looking back at it again, um, it's it's pretty hard to say that he couldn't have gone for a tackle or slowed his momentum down because yeah. it looked like he was just being a freight train and just running straight through. Um, yeah,
1: this is what the tribunal will yeah. debate over tomorrow, I guess. So keep an eye out for that news and yeah. We are getting to the pointy end of the home and away season for AFLW. We have one round left. Can one? you believe it?
0: It's already been nine weeks of uh, the women's football.
1: Well, eight. This will be the ninth. Sorry, this yes. would
0: this well, I, this is the ninth week of the women's football. So Very there's true. that. I was right in the first place. Don't ever question my judgment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So we're on our last leg of the home and away season for the women's. And that means finals series is right around the corner, as it in is. next week it is right around the corner. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we're going to go through who are going to be the minor premiers, who are going to win the actual premiership this season, and who is going to be the runners-up. Um, so those who's going to play in the grand final, but just
1: fall that
0: little bit short.
1: Yes, and I think just based on the conversations we've had, we do have differing opinions on a few of these you know finishing places so who might end up where we've got different outlooks on it so stick around to hear us debate that out
0: yes so let's start with the minor premierships and then maybe we'll get into how the grand final looks to be working this (laughs) season with the new structure of the women's league
1: all right essentially there are three teams looking like they could finish as minor premiers Uh, The two teams sitting up the top with the same amount of points are Brisbane and Collingwood. Yes. And
0: the runners-up of that third place at the moment being Adelaide Crows. These are the only three teams that can be in contention for that minor premiership spot, mainly because Collingwood and Adelaide are versing each other this week. Um, So if Adelaide win and both Collingwood, who if Adelaide win, Collingwood automatically lose, And Brisbane lose against Melbourne, then Adelaide, more than likely, depending on percentage-wise, will go up to the first place. If Brisbane win then uh, and Adelaide win, um, then Brisbane are top premiers. And then if Collingwood and Brisbane win, um, then it just depends on the percentage-wise and what happens
1: there. 1.5% apart as it stands currently. Um, So I'll just share what my thoughts are. Go ahead. I think that um adelaide adelaide are gonna come out on top
0: (sighs) okay interesting interesting do you have a reasoning behind that or is it just your eyes really itchy is that what it is nisha is just rubbing her eye at the moment (laughs) just crying her eyes out because blues may not make it into the finals
1: um okay (laughs) so melbourne are hosting the brisbane lions and melbourne have a storming home uh, towards the end of the season yeah. so Brisbane have had some closer games when they've come down to Melbourne and I just think the D's will come over the top of them uh, in saying that I also think Collingwood are having to travel out to Adelaide and they have not left Victoria this whole season so we haven't really seen how they deal with travelling and Adelaide we saw them absolutely kill the dogs, we have not touched on that yet don't need to haha um, ha. <laughs> That's Sorry, so, that was mean. <laughs> that was so, that was so mean. I didn't. Even, what have I done to you this episode? Um, you talked about Carlton losing. Yes, but they also
0: won, did they not? But that was the first news story <laughs> of the week.
1: Okay, potato, potato. Anyway, Adelaide destroyed the dogs. Jarvis is sad. They won't make finals. No. And I just think they'll do the same to Collingwood. Honestly, I, I. I'm aware of the skill that Collingwood have they brought Ash Brazel their All-Australian defender back in last week after an ACL and I just think Adelaide have more they have more power they have more players the, are more experienced more skilled they've played on the big stage before <laughs> I was and I say it and, just they have, think sorry go I just think Adelaide will come over the top.
0: I just didn't think they had more players if they have to have a 22-limit side. But no, they have more skilled oh, players. Oh, okay, there we go. More
1: experienced players. I'm actually listen cry- to what I said. Sorry, I'm just crying because the dog's lost. And it's just really upsetting.
0: I'm joking. I've just got a bit of tears in my eyes from a yawn. <laughs> um, anyway.
1: What are your thoughts, Charles?
0: I don't completely disagree with you. I do think Adelaide will beat Collingwood. Um, I think Adelaide, especially on their home ground, um, and what they did to the Dogs, is very, very telling at at the side that they are. But with that, I think the Lions will remain on top and win against Melbourne, making your prediction obsolete. Um, I think the Lions are just such a great side at the moment, and they are also storming home at the end here. Um, they've just been playing unreal football. And I think they're small forwards in their forward line as well. Courtney, Hodder. Oh. Yeah. So Should I just think they're just going to take it home for this one uh, this year and going to be the pr- uh, minor premiers. I was going to say premier minors, and that's going to be a bit weird there. Um, but, yeah, that's my prediction for that one. I just think they just decide they will edge out Melbourne, thus edging them to be the minor premiers for the 2021 mm, season.
1: Interesting. So we're a bit opposed there. A yes. little bit together, a little bit opposed. Yeah. But um, I think it is going to be an interesting finish either way. Now, because uh, last year AFLW, well, one, they didn't even get to play finals. No, they didn't. Um, uh, but they were using a conference system, which we saw the flaws come through with some of the weaker teams that didn't even have as higher points as some of the stronger teams were actually making it into finals ahead of teams with higher points, which obviously frustrated a lot of teams and the system was clearly flawed. So we've seen them bring in, I guess, a more traditional finals system. Yes. And we're just going to run you through that and that'll help us decipher who we think is going to land top spot uh, and win the premiership in 2021.
0: Yeah, obviously the only um, kind of difference at the moment that we don't know um, is if Carlton and the Kangaroos might trade places. Currently, Carlton are sitting at 7th with 16 points and 128 uh, percentage, and Kangaroos are standing at 20 points with 147 percentage. Um, if Kangaroos lose their game um, and Carlton win their game, um, obviously, depending on the percentage and how well they mm. defeat each other, um, Carlton may uh, edge out that sixth spot and make finals. Yep. Um, so but essentially, if, ca- if Kangaroos win, yeah. then they're in this. They're in the uh, six.
1: Essentially, to break it down: if Kangaroos win and Blues win, Kangaroos get Are that sixth final. spot. If Kangaroos lose and Blues win, then uh, Blues get that sixth spot, depending on percentage. Yes. And if Kangaroos lose and Blues lose. Kangas are, Kangas away, are, are in. locked in. So it's going to be a interesting final yes. round as they scrap it out for those final spots. I'm
0: sure you'll be yelling at the TV oh, um, no, doubt. no matter what. No anyway.
1: doubt. Buddy.
0: Anyway, with this new uh, system, the more traditional side of the women's football this season, the uh, final series will be as followed. Um, the first elimination finals will be uh, the third team. So more than likely, let's say we base it off this ladder that we have here. The third team, which is the Adelaide Crows, will verse the sixth team, which is the Kangaroos. They will first in the first elimination final. The second elimination final will be Fremantle versus Melbourne. The fourth and fifth spot. Um, from there, um, that will whoever wins those games will first either the first uh, uh, the first place, so possibly the Brisbane Lions at this point, and then um, the Second elimination final were first. The second place team, which at this moment is Collingwood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whoever wins those will go into the grand final, obviously.
1: Yes. So it's a traditional system. I like it a lot better.
0: Yes. It, I think it works out a lot better and it gets better.
1: It just means the best teams are playing in finals. 100%. And that is exactly what we want to see. The best quality yeah. football. We
0: don't want a team like, like Geelong, Geelong to be in the finals. <laughs>
1: Whoa. What do you got against Geelong? Have,
0: have you seen them play?
1: I have seen them play, but i but what i regularly interact with key forward phoebe mcwilliams so i don't want to hate on them in case she suddenly starts listening
0: that's okay she'll never be me if you're
1: listening um i think your team's hey. doing
0: great i love that <laughs> <laughs> just i love to suck up to you no let's be frank geelong have had a terrible season they have they're on the second preseason so it's understandable but they're not the team that we should be talking about anyway. They're in the bottom of the ladder. Let's talk about the teams that have played really well this season and could be tending, contending for this major premiership spot.
1: Yes. Um. Who do you think are going to be Prems, Jarvis?
0: You weren't going to give me a break from talking there? Okay. I wasn't. Um, I can go first if you'd like. Yeah, could you go first because I need a sip of water.
1: A sip of water.
0: I have nothing left, but I'll have a sip of water.
1: <laughs> um. I think it's going to be... an absolute hectic finish yes um based on what we've already discussed i think it's going to be between in my opinion brisbane and adelaide is that controversial not to put collingwood in after they've just dominated all season
0: um Uh Yes and no. The only issue is that if the table stays as is, it might be the fact that we might see Brisbane versus Adelaide in the first preliminary finals. It all depends on how this last little bit goes. But if I'm basing my personal opinion on what I'm seeing currently as our ladder stands, I don't know if they'll get the face in the finals.
1: Well, if they do...
0: Fingers crossed that they do, because that'd be a banger of a game, I reckon. It
1: would be amazing. Um, I'm tipping Adelaide as Premiers. Ooh,
0: that's not a bad shout.
1: Now, I know they've probably not been the strongest team throughout the year, but they have absolutely shown what they can do in the past couple weeks, and they are going to be tough to knock off. Now, in saying all of this, I do want to point out that Melbourne yep. have also yeah. been storming home into finals. It's not a bad shout. And either. there are pretty much six teams that could take it out. I would argue that probably Fremantle have fallen off, and the Kangaroos have fallen off, and that would leave it between Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide, and Collingwood. But you really cannot rule anybody out right now.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't. Th- I mean, it just depends how the slider ends. But I do think that the kangaroos can make a comeback of dreams. I honestly do think they could make a comeback of dreams. At least get them to is the prem. Is it kangaroo
1: time? Is it rru time?
0: Um, I think there's a possibility that they could go all the way. Um, I'm not ruling them out, but I don't think they're on my top priority list. At least, but I'm just giving a good little shout out to them because I think there there is a big possibility that they could make a run of dreams and go from the bottom the bottom of the six to winning the prem um but in my personal opinion if the latter is to stay as is which i don't think it will because of the last round oh, they're all playing
1: against each other yeah they're pretty much round. are
0: actually yes they are all yeah. of them oh my gosh wow what if wow that's interesting the finals um, preview yeah yeah find show yeah, oh my gosh if you will get your tickets early um i think it actually i think brisbane will be in the final Um, that's one team I I believe will be in the finals. Uh, And they're actually my tip to win the premiership this season. I think they've done really well.
1: I think there'll be some AFLW Brisbane supporters. Very happy to hear that because if you've been following AFLW since the start, you'll know that they have made the grand final the first two seasons and – not won either of those matches well so hopefully about time
0: hopefully they do win this season i think the the way that they've played and their composure um and just everything about them um their side's amazing and i think they deserve not only the minor premiership spot but also the major premiership and winning yeah. the league out this season um who will come runner up and come second place i if the ladder does change and adelaide comes second or whatever i think adelaide might be up. I think it will be a Brisbane-Adelaide finals if done correctly. If not, then I could see possibly a Brisbane-Melbourne finals. I'm going to be ruling honest. out
1: Collingwood as well. Right? I'm not.
0: It's not that I'm ruling out Collingwood. It's just that I just don't think. I think they'll crumble under pressure of the big stage. Not that it, you know.
1: Interesting, because yeah. I think Collingwood was a team that was really strong throughout the season. But then you've seen every other team build into the season yeah. and get stronger and get better and grow into finals. And if you've been watching footy, traditionally, those are the teams that you see you take it out and they just build momentum and carry it through yeah. the final series. So I think that's probably why we both lent against. Um, I think they also had that yeah. big
0: win streak. Like, they only lost against... What was it Brisbane they lost against? Yeah,
1: it was three points... I just think,
0: I mean, there's a possibility they come runners-up, obviously, Um, but I just think that they have just kind of coasted throughout the season. They really haven't fought challenges of Mm. if travel or not or, like, the home ground advantage, obviously. Um, I just feel like if they're going to win, fair enough, but I just don't think they will, personally. I think they'll just kind of crumble and they'll have these other sides that have built momentum over the past three four weeks just take it out on them
1: Mm. that's a yeah interesting that we've both gone against collingwood but i think that my explanation probably explains why yeah now now who is going to be runners up you've kind of already touched on it but you reckon adelaide i do
0: think adelaide if if the fi- if the finals go the way that I'm thinking they go with yeah. either Adelaide. If Adelaide beat Collingwood, then more than likely I think that's how it will go.
1: Adelaide, Brisbane. So you reckon Brisbane are going to take it and I reckon Adelaide are going to take it. So it's going to be either way a very, very, very interesting wrap up to season 2021. I'm obviously still hanging out for my Blues to make finals. And we are super keen to see how it all shapes up.
0: Not that we haven't touched on it. I'm just very interested to see if Blues make it. Maybe mm-hmm. they could make a run in James, like I was saying. Mate, Canvas they were
1: could. so close last year. I reckon they were the ones building into that final series and then COVID cut it short. So if anyone's got unfinished business, I do think it could be the Blues. However, a lot of things have to go their way for them to scrape in. to the final segment of episode eight we've eight, got our eight, tips eight, to get eight, through and once again we have got a whole heap of tips to get 16
0: through. more matches for one more long week of football yes
1: so let's kick it off with the aflw final home and away round Woo. first up it is dogs versus the Tigers.
0: Um, I guess I'll go first. I think the dog's going to win. It's about weird and overall. I'm assuming if it's a dog's home game. Yes. Um, so Richmond have done really well over the past couple of weeks to uh, bounce back and show what they could be. Um, Contending for in the next few seasons, I believe. Yeah, promise for the future. Um, but I think the dogs hopefully will just etch it out and just get one more win for the rest of the season. One more win on
1: the board. I I tend to agree with you. I think that the dogs are pretty down after their loss for last weekend. They're definitely going to want to bounce back, and for that reason, I'll go with the dogs.
0: Now on to the next game. This is a very crucial game for you, Nisha. Um, it's going to be Kangas versus Fremantle. Who do you think is going to win this one?
1: And this is not just because I want this to happen. But I'm going to go with the Dockers. Again, they lost last week. They're going to play finals, so they're going to want to bounce back into finals. Um, but then obviously, North have a little bit more to play for to lock their final spot in. Sorry, needed a sneeze. Okay. To lock their final spot in, so I reckon that's going to be a really tough, rough contest. But I'm going to go with Frio.
0: See, I was going to go with Frio as well up until I just thought of North wanting to fight for this last, uh, last spot in the in the six, and that's why I think I've swung my way to the Kangas. Um, I think Fremantle will. I've already got their... You know, place side there, they will probably want to get a little bit higher on that, on the uh, ladder, just to get those extra little uh, advantages maybe, um, mm-hmm. but I think Kangas will be fighting for this last position, especially if, if it's at their home g- game which it is um, they're going to be crawling teeth and nail, tooth and nail tooth and nail, tooth and nail. Yeah. I think that's the saying uh, for that last position, so I'm going Kangas.
1: Awesome, we then have uh, Melbourne take on the Lions at Casey.
0: Ooh, I'm gonna go with the Lions this one. Um, I think they will be able to beat Melbourne, even though Melbourne will probably want to take down this side that might be contenders for the uh, for the finals, as, as we've talked about before.
1: Mm-hmm. I am opposite. I'm gonna go with Melbourne. I think. <laughs> They're going to run over the top of the Lions. Definitely not Uh, because you
0: want Adelaide to win the minor premiership at all. Well, that's what I
1: predicted. So, obviously, in making that prediction, I predicted that Brisbane will lose. Oh,
0: Oh. oh, the googly eyes I'm getting. Anyway, next game, Gold Coast. uh, Cats, this will be the first game that either team will win a, a, a game this season. Neither of them have won a game. Really? Yes, I looked this up just before when I was talking shit about the cats. You neither are game, correct. Neither team have won a game this season. This will be the first win for them. Wow. Well, Who do you have for this one?
1: I'm gonna no, go with Gold Coast purely based yeah. on having it be their home game. Um, they've probably also looked a bit more likely in in certain games. They've played maybe a good odd quarter here and there just never been able to piece four quarters together so maybe this will be their opportunity to get that done
0: i'm the absolute same i don't think cats are winning a game this season uh sorry um and yeah gold coast have actually looked a little bit more alive they had a good little first quarter with uh against the blues before they got knocked out of the park um but yes
1: gold coast (laughs) The next game we have is the Crows take on the Pies. Another crucial game crucial in the battle game. for top spots. So, who have you got?
0: I'm going to go with Adelaide here. Yep, um, I am right with you. I think Hollywood are slowly maybe falling off a little bit. Maybe they might prove us wrong here. But I do think Adelaide are firing up for this final season. Uh, final, um, Se- final series. Not series. <laughs> season, series. Um, so, yes. Adelaide.
1: Awesome. The next game.
0: Pivotal game
1: giants versus carlton
0: actually, <laughs> i actually didn't realize that carlton had giants and with this i think carlton will actually win this game um but i was say i tipped kangaroos to win so i mean it doesn't matter
1: um i'm gonna go with the blues as well how could you not after their performance last week quite easily still actually still going I on it. and on about it <laughs> i am but uh yeah going to be a tough match no doubt um and the giants have showed what they can do this season no doubt but the blues probably have a little bit more to fight for however it will be determined by that point whether they're out they may still have an opportunity to fight depending on the result of the kangas game
0: and the final game of the home and away season for the women's football will be the goal nope the, the west Eagle. coast eagles <laughs> versus st kilda yes Nish, last game who you got
1: Got the Saints. I know it's Eagles home game, but I still think again the Saints have pieced together more good footy. I feel like they didn't really live up to their hype. Their first no. couple games, they really did a good job. And um, fluke, I told you it was a fluke. Yeah, beat beat the Dogs and fluke. Yeah, well sometimes you just need to be on the ball at the start of the season. And yeah, they really really dropped off and couldn't really piece together a solid season. So I think they'll you know want to finish on a high and um, have something. Positive to take away from the end of the season.
0: Couldn't agree more um, with the Saints as well with that one.
1: Awesome. So that was the final game of AFLW Home and Away 2021. We will bring you the results of our tipping at the end of the final series because oh we God. are going to include that in our tipping competition. Are you
0: going to go through them or are I going to go through them? I'm going to have to go through them, aren't I?
1: Why are you debating this live on our podcast?
0: I don't know because I just realized that I forgot that we had to do this and I didn't keep track even though I was going to keep track. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, men's season. Round two is starting. Um... Let's start off with the first game Thursday night We'll be at this game actually um, We got
1: our tickets secured Woo! Um,
0: <laughs> uh, It's Carlton versus Collingwood um, Not that I have a doubt in my mind Who you're going for Nisha But please tell the audience Who you're going for Nisha
1: I am definitely Going for Carlton oh, wow. Da 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 da
0: Da 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 da, da, da. Um, you still lost the tiger Do
1: <laughs> so you want me to jump across this desk and strangle you, mate? I'd
0: like to see you try. Anyway.
1: <laughs> Carlton have a lot to fight for here. The the rivalry, the biggest rivalry in the AFL undoubtedly is Carlton Collingwood, and I cannot wait to see it under Thursday night lights. Who have you got, Charles?
0: Yeah, I'm the same. I'm going with Carlton. Well, I don't think Sorry, say that again. <laughs> Why is it a surprise? I don't... <laughs> Nisha didn't even say anything. She, no just, one made her, yeah, she just made <laughs> gestures at me. Um, I just don't... I think Hollywood's in shambles at the moment. I think even though they've still got a few cool key players that will probably hopefully be in their uh, side for quite a while, I think they're just in shambles at the moment with everything going on. And Carlton um, have been... Um, they showed a lot of potential against the Tigers and I was really impressed. And maybe if Harry McKay doesn't get scared or nervous or cocky (laughs) or whatever the emotion was to... Kick two terrible. Definitely
1: not cocky. <laughs> well,
0: kick two easy goals. Yeah. Um, from set shots, and then maybe you might be actually able to win this game. But uh, it all depends on him, possibly. And oh. maybe maybe Casbolt catching a couple as well. <laughs> yeah, not um,
1: vanishing after he kicks one goal. Yeah,
0: but I will go with Carlton for this one.
1: Excellent choice. Obviously, I would say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Friday night, we've got the Geelong Cats versus the Brisbane Lions. Now, both these teams coming off pretty upsetting losses yeah
0: i mean to be fair i think cats are in shambles as well with everything going on with dangerfield and then also having their I wouldn't new say shambles sh- i mean they lost against adelaide yeah.
1: well yeah but that's one game
0: i think brisbane are gonna win this one personally for me um i think they're gonna bounce back and hopefully show what their actual side is made of and i'm sure um they'll let the cats know
1: i would also really like to see brisbane take this one out so gonna go with brisbane
0: oh, i was waiting for a butt there
1: no no but i think um younger side probably a little bit more energy more coachable able to bounce back and yeah geelong are aging as much as you hate to see it but um yeah i really wish uh brisbane could take this one home and uh Yep, that's why they got my tip.
0: Yep, nice. Yep, well well done. Next up,
1: we got the Sydney Swans versus the Adelaide Crows. Two
0: uh, teams that have come off...
1: Big wins. Big wins. Massive wins.
0: Huge wins. And possibly the return of Buddy Franklin. I'm going to say it's kind of hard for Sydney Swans maybe not to lose the swan with Buddy coming back potentially. I'm going to tip Swans just to get on the Buddy wagon.
1: (laughs) I am also going with Sydney. I think they probably still... Looked a bit better than Adelaide, even though Adelaide did come away with a win. I think Sydney were just amazing. Their young yeah. guns fit into wow. the side seamlessly. Mm. Errol Goulding, like unbelievable. He got round one uh, Rising Star nomination. I, I think they've done a fantastic job in, yes. over their offseason, the Sydney Swans. So they've got my tip.
0: There you go. Next game, Port versus Essendon. Nish, who do you have?
1: Is it even a question?
0: Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, that's why I'm asking you it.
1: Port, duh.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm the same. I think Essendon's going to be the bottom. The, right the, down the bottom. Right down the bottom. Possibly How can you spoon. cough up
1: a 40-point lead in half nah, a game? It's,
0: it's Essendon. What can you say? That's a good um, answer. <laughs> yeah, so Port, easy for that. Both of us there.
1: Um. Next game is the Saints take on the D's. Two teams coming off a win.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with Melbourne for this one. Um, which is a bit of a call, but I think I talked a bit of trash about them last week. Yeah, and, and that they, came who, back who did, to bite you. Yeah, they, 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 beat, they have last They
1: week? beat Frio.
0: Frio, which, yeah, I, th- I mean,
1: Quite what can convincingly. you do there?
0: Um St. Kilda will have Max King back, I believe. Correct. So that's a big uh, tick for St. Kilda, but I think GWS gave Saints a good run for their money, and it was just, I think, them being out... Uh, GWS being outcoached by St Kilda, but I don't think that will happen with Melbourne.
1: Well, I think it will. And I'm going with St Kilda. It's oh their home game. Gosh. They play so much better at Marvel than they do at the G. It's a faster pitch. They're going to just outrun Melbourne. And I'm going with the Saints. Not a bad Didn't let me down yeah. last week. I mean, neither did Melbourne, but <laughs> St Kilda for me.
0: Um, next game, Gold Coast versus North Melbourne
1: i am going to go with the suns on this one i think um north definitely showed a little bit of against port in the early stages and then it just got blown out of the water whereas the suns probably showed a little bit more against well, the eagles
0: they could have shown a lot more if one matt rau got to play the rest of the game yeah, obviously, i was wondering
1: when you were going to bring this up obviously
0: we didn't get to touching it um niche doesn't i think enjoy the bandwagon of people getting on matt rau's yes. uh that is Potential. absolutely
1: untrue. I you just don't care. I love Matt But You just don't care. I think he's going to be a fantastic player. Going to be. <laughs> I was marveled by his few games last year, and I cannot wait to see more of it. But I think people are a little bit, you know, premature with, with the hype.
0: I beg to differ. Um,
1: he's definitely a cult figure, yeah. no doubt. I appreciate all of that, but... Let's just see what the kid can do first.
0: Well, hopefully let's make sure he doesn't get injured first and that might be a, be a start. A um, yeah. Too, so, <laughs> too
1: little, too light there. So,
0: um, obviously, with Matt Ryle out, um, I still think I'll, the Gold Coast will win. I think they really showed what they could do, at least for the first three quarters before they kind of fell off in the fourth. Um, Indeed. Uh, against, who, who were they against? They were against... West Coast. West Coast, which uh, at their home ground, West Coast, it was a very, very good effort from Gold Coast. So... Um, I don't think North will have too much of a fight against them. Well, or maybe a bit of a fight, but just won't uh, finish well.
1: Interesting. Two two teams that got off to a rough start and gave it, getting a little chance to redeem themselves. On Sunday, we have Hawthorne <laughs> versus Richmond. Now, this one's an easy pick for me. Hawthorne just scraping over the top of Essendon last week. Unconvincing, it, but uh, we did love it. Uh, Richmond obviously don't know how they managed to <sighs> Carlton, one of the best teams out there. Um, obviously shows how strong they really are. So we're going to go with Richmond for this one. Nice, easy. Why are you saying we for?
0: I didn't say anything about well, me going for whoever, but I do agree Richmond are going to win. Okay. But could you? Say, I didn't enjoy the fact that and lost that much.
1: <laughs> anyway. The second last game in the round, we've got your Dogs take on the Eagles. Who are you going with?
0: Uh, Marvel Stadium. Eagles can't play well if it's not in their home terms. Uh, I reckon it's Dogs all the way. And I think um, what we did against Collingwood was not our best effort. I think it was a good effort. I think it was our best effort. So I'm very interested to see how we play against Eagles and very interested to see the rock battle between uh, Nick Nat and Stefan Martin slash Tim English. Mm. bit of fun there
1: will be fun i tend to agree with you there i think the dogs play super good football at marvel um and the eagles don't t- tend to travel too well so um for your sake i hope the dogs come out on top they're the tip to be favorite so we'll just have to see how that game plays out but it should be a really high quality contest either way and a real challenge for the dogs and if they can win this uh, uh, one they can really cement themselves as a top four side and i guess just get you know, the competition, knowing what they're all about. Okay. Final game of the round, we have the Dockers versus the Giants. Who Uh, you got?
0: I've got Giants. I really enjoyed their game against St Kilda. I think that they were just a little bit robbed. Oh, no, they weren't that robbed. They did have a lot of free kicks towards them in that game. Um, I looked up, it was like third, like, I think like 19 or 20 almost free kicks towards GWS compared to uh, St Kilda. So... Maybe a bit of controversy there, but I think GWS had just have a great side at the moment and if they're able to run out their four quarters, definitely uh, top eight potential.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with you there. Despite it being Freyo's home game, um, I think it'll be a close match, but I do think Giants will come out on top. Um, St Kilda just ran away with it in the end and just managed to hold on, but um, GWS, they do have a really talented midfield. Yeah, so that wraps up our tips for this week. Um, Thank you guys again for tuning into the podcast. Um, Remember, if you would like to follow us on our socials, you can find us on Instagram at AfterTheSirenPodcast. You can find us on Twitter at AfterTheSiren underscore. Please don't be afraid to send us a direct message on Instagram with your top footy moment. We love reading what you guys have to think and we'll be sharing and shouting out whoever writes in their top footy moment. Um, Again, if you would like to follow our individual Instagrams, you can find that in the description. And make sure if you're listening via Apple Podcasts, you leave us a review and subscribe. I think that's about everything on the to-do list.
0: I think that's it.
1: Well, thanks guys again for tuning in. And hopefully we'll see you again next week. (laughs)